Okay. Good and ready to go. We're going to be still in the epistle of Peter, chapter 1. No, we're going to be in 1 Peter, chapter 2. Excuse me. Amen. Soon as I can get on the right page, we can get started. First Peter chapter two. And this chapter is labored to the people of God. I know we have a tendency of trying to include the sinner. But this is to the saints. Come on now. So Peter was addressing this letter in chapter 2 to the saints of the Most High. So what we're going to do, we'll start out reading verses 1 through 8, if you please. Let's start reading those few verses, please. Wherefore, all malice and all guile and, uh, and hypocrisy and envy and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be ye have taste that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a lively stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God, and precious. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be conformed. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders allow, the same is made head of the corner. Amen. Here we find that Peter was addressing the people to let a whole lot of stuff go, didn't it? And see, we think that all of this is in the center. But guess what? God is saying it's in the saints. So he said, you got to lay aside all malice. He didn't say some of it. Say all of it. So then he said, we got to put away all gall and hypocrisy. You got to stop faking and shaking. Amen. You got to stop faking that you love when you know you don't. But you know you got to grow in love. Because God is love and if you ain't grown in love, you can't go where God is. We the people of God must put to rest all sin of the flesh in hypocrisy ways. 
speaking out of both sides of the mouth. He said, as newborn babes, a newborn again saint, you need to breastfeed yourself off the word of God because it is the sincere milk. Amen. You need to feed yourself off the word of God that you may grow spiritually mature. We are more concerned about how we grow in the flesh and we leave off the spiritual maturity that God is looking for in the saints of God. If you have already tasted the goodness of Jesus and his love and kindness, then come to him as the risen Savior, a lively stone. Rejected by men, but guess what? Chosen by God. That you may believe in him and building up yourself into a spiritual house of holiness and dedication, a dedicated priesthood. We're supposed to be a special people in this time that we're living in. We're supposed to be the kind of people that God was looking for in the nation of Israel, but then they rejected him. And he gave us a choice to be that people. Amen. It's going to be a sad indictment that he gave us this opportunity and we didn't make good of it. Go to James chapter 1, if you would, please. James chapter 1. And the verse is 21. 21 through 26, I believe. Are we there? Well, let's, let's back up some. Let's go up to the verse 19. Let's read that, please. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to... So guess what he's saying? Sometimes you need to keep your mouth closed so you can hear. Because if you talking, you can't hear what the word's talking about. Y'all colliding. Am I making sense? Next verse says, For the wrath of man working not. Oh, the wrath that's in you because you get mad don't mean it works the righteousness of God. Come on, somebody. Because you call yourself getting even don't mean that it works the righteousness of God. Can y'all hear me? Hey. Trying to get tooth for tooth and nail for nail do not work the righteousness of God. 21st verse. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your, your who? See, that's the problem that we have. We're looking at too much of our flesh and we're ignoring what our soul needs. 
Because God ain't trying to save your flesh. He's trying to save your soul. And if you pampering your flesh trying to keep it here, guess what? I got news for you. It's going to die. It's going to go to the grave. But what about your soul? What condition are you going to send it back to God in? Because it's got to go back. Wow. It's got to go back to God. In good condition or bad condition, it's still got to return back to God. And it, it, it all depicts on how you want God to see you after that. Come on now. So you got to watch. Uh, we got to watch how our flesh leads us off. Because our flesh would lead us off and it would cause damage to the soul. Next verse. Be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. You ain't deceiving nobody but you. When we talk a good game and don't do it, you ain't fooling nobody but yourself. Because you know why I said that? Because the end of the day, your soul still got to give an account of it. Hmm? We may get by, but you know what they said? We won't get away. Huh? Regardless of what you think, or regardless of who saw you or didn't see you, you might have got by, but you won't get away. God knows the ins and the outs of your life. My God, my God. And it is due time for us to straighten up and fly right in order to be that priesthood. <laughs> God called us to be a priesthood. And a priesthood is got to be able to carry the words of righteousness mm, to another soul. Read the book. For if you be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man that behold his natural face in a glass. For he behold himself and go in his way and straightway forget what matter. <coughs> Guess what? Guess what? It's bad when we come to church and be churchy and then when we leave here, forget all about church. Come on, somebody. We came here to be pleasing unto God, and then when we leave here, we displease him. Because what? We forgot what manner of person we supposed to be. Guess what? It's going to catch us by surprise. You know what? I found out by God. Once he tell you something, he don't come back and say, I'm finna get you. No, he just gone and get you. Do y'all hear me? Once he warn you, 
He don't come back and say, well, I'm finna get you. No, 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 no. He just gets you. He gets you when you least expect it. Am I in the right house? What's the next verse? Yeah. Look into a perfect law of liberty and continue therein. He being not forget the hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed. You got to be a doer of the work. What work? The work of the kingdom of God. Huh? The kingdom of God has got to be working in you. If that other kingdom is working in you, you've been deceived. Hello, somebody. Am I still in the right house? Uh, run if you would to Matthew chapter 18 right quick. Matthew 18. This verse is centering around to all you grown folks. You know, we're quick to tell somebody I'm grown. Huh? Huh? Don't nobody get too grown for God. Come on, somebody. Am I in the right house? Let's start reading at the first verse, and we're going to read down, 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 down through the sixth verse. Please, let's read. And at the same time came his disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom? Oh, now you want to know who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Read the book. And set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become a little child, ye shall not enter into the kingdom. Wait, hold it, hold it, back up right there. Unless in you be converted, unless in you be changed from where you are to where God wants you to be, you cannot be his child. Oh, Lord, have mercy. If we keep trying to be our own boss and God can't become your boss, guess what? You do not belong to him because you too grown for him. Oh, y'all didn't hear that, did you? You know, sometimes we act like we too grown for God. You know, I, you know how I know that because a whole lot of times you want to lay your legion down. Keep on laying your legion down. One day you ain't going to be able to pick it back up. Am I in the right house? He said, if you don't become, if you don't become as a little child to him, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You know what he's saying? If I can't be your daddy, you ain't got no daddy. Hello, somebody. And in other words, he said, in another, another book, he said, if I can't be your daddy, you're a bastard. 
That is a illegitimate child. Be illegitimate if you want to. But guess what? You won't be going to his heaven. Come on, somebody. Read the book. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You got to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You got to come to God like God the Father and you the child. Come on, somebody. In other words, you, you know what the old folk used to tell you? You got to stop smelling your musk. Come on now. Because you got a little pubic hair up under your arm now, you think you're grown. Come on now. You don't get too grown for God. He not only knocked the hair off him under your arm, he'll knock it off your head. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You'll be wishing you had to listen to what he had to say. Huh? That's why a lot of times we be caught ourselves and crying in crocodile tears because we did not listen to what God had to say. Because we were too grown. What do the book say? And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. So guess what? You got to watch how you turn folks down. You got to watch how you look down your nose at people. You got to watch how you treat people because God said, if you receive one such that's calling on me, oh, Lord, uh-uh, you know what that said? People that is calling on God and you mistreat them? Good God Almighty, God said you mistreating him. Woo! We don't think about that, do we? Now you see why he tells us to watch how we treat one another. Read the book. But whosoever which believe in me, who believe in who? Who is me? Who believe in Jesus Christ, read the book. It was better for him that a millstone was hung around about his neck and that he was drowned in the depth. You just wasn't going to kill yourself. You just wasn't going to be a Judas. Because God said, if you treat them wrong that believe in me, you hanging your own self. Oh, we didn't we didn't look at that, did we? We didn't look at that close enough. Oh, so guess what? It ought to behoove us now to watch how we treat one another. Amen. Amen. God said if you don't, it's just as bad as you getting a rope around your neck with a piece of weight on it and throw it in the depths of the sea. Hmm. My God. It's a tough one to chew, ain't it? Go to Matthew 21. Matthew chapter 21. Let's look at 
verses 42 through 46. Are we there? Let's read it, please. Jesus said unto them, did you never read in the scripture? Wait a minute. First of all, you got to read the book. You got to be familiar with the word of God. Stop going on about what somebody else said. You need to find out for yourself. Come on, somebody. Read the book. Did you not read in the scripture the stone which the builders rejected? The same is come the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation and bring forth fruit there. We're going to hold it right there. He done already took the kingdom from the nation of Israel and gave it to our dumb self. Uh, and we don't even know how to act with it. Come on, somebody. Ain't this amazing to you? You give somebody a present, and they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to appreciate it. Come on, somebody. Then they misuse it. Oh, don't that sound like us? We've been misusing God for a long time. He has given us this privilege. He has given us this, this, this gracious light that he gave us. And we've been misusing it for years on top of years on top of years. And guess what? Now we're coming down to the end of the road. Guess what? And your light still ain't shining like it ought to. Wow. Wow. I'm going to give it to a nation, bringing forth the fruit to her. You and I supposed to be bringing forth fruit fit for the kingdom of God. What do your fruit tree look like? Hmm. Is it grapes growing on an apple tree? Huh? Is it watermelons falling out of a tree instead of off of a vine? Because guess what? It's got to be in order. Come on, somebody. You can't grow what you want to grow. You got to grow it the way God wants it to be grown. Amen. 44 verse says, And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. But on whomsoever shall fall, you better let the power of God break you. You better allow Jesus Christ to break up your fallow ground. You better allow Jesus Christ to break up your heart that you can be saved. Because he will not despise a contrite heart. But if this Stone fall on you instead of you falling on it. It's going to grind you to pieces. It's going to grind you to dust. Oh, why? Because you appear to be an unbeliever. Wow. That's tough. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me to fall on you. Because I don't need your wrath to fall on me. 
Huh? Amen. And guess what? Now, listen at what? Listen at what the nation of Israel had to say. Verse 45. And when the chief priests and the Pharisees that heard his parable, they perceived that he spake of this. And he be talking about you and me too. Huh? Come on now. We, we, we ain't got no free ticket. Come on now. And what did it say in the next verse? But when they started to lay hands on him, they feared the multitude because they took him for a prophet. They took him for a man of God. But guess what? The word of God is causing folk that want to kill him. Sometimes when the word of God come to you so strong, you have, you have killing in your eyes. Huh? Hey, son. Amen. So guess what? We cannot bypass Jesus Christ. We have gotten to the point that folks is trying to bypass Jesus Christ. You can't get nowhere bypassing Jesus Christ. He is the way, the only way, the truth and the life. Nobody can get to God unless they go through him. And yet still, folks has got this mentality. They've been messed up in the head. They've been deceived in the head that they can get past Jesus Christ. It ain't going to happen. Regardless what popular opinion may say, you ain't getting past Jesus Christ. Come on now. And you know, he ain't got a problem with that. Lord, God ain't got no problem with that. You know why? God ain't got a problem with it because if you choose to go to hell, God ain't got no problem with sending you. Don't you think God going to drop it out here? Because he's not. Come on now. He just going to tell you to bust it. <laughs> Come on now. Because why? Because he gives us every available opportunity to know him. And if we choose not to know him, ain't nobody fault but our own. Go to Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to move on. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to look at we'll start at verse 17 and read down to 22. Are we there? Here he is still talking about giving you some privileges. You and I, the Gentile nation, he's still trying to get us to come in. Look what he says. And came and preached peace to you which were, oh well, if you wasn't in the nation of Israel, you were the fall. Come on now. If you wasn't according to the 
to the, the covenant of the promise that he made with Israel, you are afar off. So we understand that, right? And to them that was now, now he's talking to you and the nation of Israel. <laughs> he ain't leaving nobody out. He's giving everybody available chance to be saved. Everybody available chance to know him. Wow. Come the day of judgment, there will be nobody that stand before God and say, Lord, I didn't get an opportunity to know you. And he's going to bring it to your attention. Amen? Next verse. We both have access by one spirit. Wait a minute. But the thing about it is, you don't think it's important to get the Holy Ghost. You can't have access to God unless you get the Holy Ghost. That's the only way you can get access. Come on, somebody. If you can't, if, if you go to a bank and can't get them to account, you can't get access. Amen. I don't make no difference how much money you got in there. They're going to tell you, well, uh, uh, I need your account number. Well, I ain't got it. But my money is in there. I can't identify with that unless you've got your account number. You can't get access to God unless you got the Holy Ghost. Wow. We can't move around in God without God's spirit. Do that make sense? Amen. Where were we at? 19. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. Oh, now you ain't no stranger no more. God know you. You supposed to know God. You're not a foreigner nobody no more. You ain't from a strange country now with God. You might be in from a different land, but now you're not a stranger and a foreigner. Woo! And you ought to be glad. Come on, somebody. But you become fellow citizens with the same. Now, by yourself. Huh? Since you know God, you're all by yourself. Huh? But the scripture said, fellow citizens with the saints. Oh, so now that means we got to have some fellowship, don't we? Huh? We got to have some congregation. So we got we to be connected there somewhere. Am I making sense? We got to know each other that we belong to God. And we got to treat each other like we belong to God. Because now we are fellow citizens with the saints, not without them, but with them. And of the household of God. God's household is separate from yours. If you don't believe it, you better believe it. Come on now. Watch how you give more credence to yours and leave God's out. Because you know what I found out? Your house ain't going to heaven, but the household of God is going. So which house you going to hang out in? 
Come on, somebody. The scripture says, And I built up on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ being the you can't get around Jesus Christ. You cannot get around the doctrine of the apostles. You cannot get around the prophecy that has been spoken by the prophets. Because if they were the prophets sent by God, if it ain't came to pass, baby, look out. It's coming to pass. Come on now. Because God is not going to allow not one of his word to drop to the ground. Whether we believe it or not. It ain't it, it, what's predicated on our belief is for us. If you don't believe it, it ain't going to change the word of God. Come on, somebody. Because the word of God going to stand. Foundation of God stands assured, having this seal. The Lord knows them that are his. Amen. 21st verse says, In whom all the building fit framed together, growed unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together for inhabitation of God through. We got to give God a place to stay. Is he living in you? Can he find a dwelling place in you? Can he inhabit you? Hmm. Some chew on. Amen. Let's go back to First Peter, Chapter Two. We're going to read verses nine through twelve. That all right? Amen. Let's read the book, please. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me this is what God wants to see us as? Wow. You know what that tells me? God got a higher expectation for you than you got for yourself. God see more about you than you even see in your own self. And he's saying that I want to birth this in you. I want to birth this in you that you can be a chosen generation. Wow. A royal priesthood. A holy nation and a peculiar People, know what he said, that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into a, guess what he's saying, I call you out of darkness, change your well, pull off your old dirty rag and put you on some royal clothes. You supposed to be, we supposed to be spiritually dressed up royally. Come on now. Get out of your daisy dukes. 
You know, and them other shorts they call. <laughs> hey, I'm like the pastor now. I don't care what you wear, just as long as your drawers is on the inside. <laughs> Come on now. So guess what? We supposed to look like we belong to God. It's a mess that we supposed to belong to God, but we look like we belong to somebody else. Amen. It's a shame that saw a saint of God walk around looking hoochie. Come on now. Am I in the right place? Saint of God is supposed to look like that, a saint of God. Huh? I'm supposed to look like God to dress me up. Come on now. I ain't supposed to be walking around looking like a pimp in the church. Huh? Come on now. Because he called me out of that. He called us out of that darkness. And he introduced us to his marvelous light. His light. Come on, somebody. Y'all still trying to turn on them 40-watt light bulbs y'all got at home. That light won't do. Come on, somebody. You got to have the light of God in you. Yes, sir. See, that's why we need to listen to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will tell you when it's not right It'll make you conscious of it at home. If you're conscious of it at home, don't wear it out. God's trying to tell you something. Ooh. If you're not comfortable at home, you and, and if you look like too much like the world, guess what? The world is getting back in you. You're not getting out of the world. You're getting back in the world. And that goes for the brothers, too. Brothers, too. And, and, and see, the, the thing that we can't handle, that we've got to police ourselves, and we think that everything going to go. No, the Holy Ghost is supposed to tell you, lead and guide you. And if you don't let the Holy Ghost lead and guide you, you ain't going to make it. Me, myself, the same. So you and I got to listen to God. Because some of those things that are out there, those designers and all this stuff out there, ain't made for saints. Mm -hmm. it may, it's made for the world. Amen. Even, you know, and so we, we, I'm not saying this to beat up the world, and I ain't saying it to beat up the saints, but you saying you got the Holy Ghost, and we're all under the umbrella of God now. There's some things we should be done away with. Absolutely. See, the Bible talks about temperance and moderation. Each generation, temperance and moderation will change. So now ladies can't find long skirts. You can't find blouses that cover up everything now. So, but you know when it's too revealing. If you bend over and your chest come out, 
You can't shout at church if you jump in your draw show. Come on, I mean, same thing, you know. Brother, if uh, you you walking down the aisle at the church and the sister can see everything you got, you need to get a bigger size. Amen. The same thing for for the for the female. If he, we can see every print, you saw that before you came out. Who's going to be focusing on Jesus? The sister's going to be saying, ooh, she ought to be ashamed. And the brother's going to be saying, walk, sister, walk. Come on. All right, preacher. Come on. And when it comes down to the male, the women going to say, want to, they're going to want to say, mm, I wish I had a dollar to give. Because we came from outside world. We know what all that means. You're saying, look at me. Absolutely. You are saying, focus on me. I got it going on. Watch me switch. Watch me walk. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Rather than let's have church. Uh-huh. And so folks can focus on God. Uh-huh. God called a whole lot of folks out of a whole lot of things and some things that he, that he ain't totally delivered them from. Uh-huh. And you're going to get mad or your husband get mad if one of the brothers or the sisters say something to you out the way. Because uh-huh. some of the sisters are jealous. Uh-huh. And you got, you know, inappropriate or questionable thing. They don't know what your motives are. You're trying to feel good about yourself, but they're like, maybe she's trying to get my husband, or maybe he's trying to get my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be the first one to call the police if you get something started in here. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> the flesh still at work. <laughs> The flush. <laughs> Tenth verse says, which in time past, you ain't always been there. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget what God did for you. Come on, somebody. Because some of us might have been in a deeper hole than some of the others might have been. But still, nevertheless, God still had to pull you out of a hole. Amen. Amen. So don't forget that in the time past, you were not God's people. Uh, And you know what I found out? Folks are still working on not being God's people. They working more hard on not being God's people than they are being God's people. But he said, but are now the people of God. Guess what? So now we the people of God. We supposed to be acting like the people of God. Because uh, guess what? Now we done crossed over. Huh? We done crossed over from not being to being. Hmm. We're in a different place now. We're in a different position now. Come on now. We're under a different requirement now. When we was not a people of God, we could have it our way. You can Burger King or whatever you want to do. Come on now. But now you done crossed over. Go ahead. 
done crossed over, but we won't talk about the world. Leave the world alone Leave and alone. focus on the church. Them folks may, may, I mean, you know, they they out there, they were sinners. Leave them alone. Let them be sinners until God saves them. Absolutely. If God don't save them, they still, you, they can't, God don't hold them to the standard that he holding us in the world. He's going to judge them as sinners when they leave the world. Just like he's going to judge us as saints when we leave the world. Right. Absolutely. Amen. But judgment is going to be yeah. judgment. Yeah, and it's going to first start at, at the, the house, house of God. God. Absolutely. But when, when you look at uh, the world trying to create a standard for the church, it, it don't work. We should not be following the standards of the world. And when, when the saints are trying to set the standards for the church, it won't work. It won't work. You ain't going to find no robes long. They even make the preacher robes short now. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, and so the, and you can forget finding fabric and material. Absolutely. And this is what brings you to the, to the point to where the difference between the saved and the unsaved. The scripture says, which had not obtained mercy. You didn't get the mercies of God until you crossed over. Then he said, but now have obtained mercy. You get, a, you get loaded with mercy every day. Amen. Every day God watches over you. Come on now. When you don't even pay him any attention, because now that you belong to him, he watches over you. Come on now. We take things, uh, it, it like Sister T said in Sunday school, I'm on, we assume too much. We assume upon the mercies of God. Amen. Just like you assume upon this chair. Oh, he's going to hold me. One day them chair legs might flop out. Because you assumed that it was going to hold. Come on now. So guess what? Instead of assuming upon the mercy of God, thank God for his mercy. Yes, sir. Those, these chairs have a weight capacity. You exceed that weight capacity, it's falling to the floor. Amen. Amen. And they and it's on the bottom of that chair. You get up past five hundred pounds, this chair ain't gonna hold you. Probably not the flow either. <laughs> Verse eleven says. Dearly beloved, I beseech ye as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war. And this is the part that we forget about what's warring against our soul. We just looking at what's good to our flesh. It tastes good, it feels good, it looks good, but what is it doing for your soul? Yes, ma'am. Some of that stuff still in you. Sister, 
get some you get some strength as long as you do what you're supposed to do with the Holy Ghost. You start backing up from the Holy Ghost, them pork chops gonna look like pork chops and and everything else, whatever he brought you out of, you might even go back doing the dance you used to do, the drink you used to do, and say, my conscience don't bother me no more. I guess not. Your lusting got the best of you. When you stop bagging up from doing what you need, for a lot of people don't pay any attention to being faithful. I ain't talking about to me, to God. Anytime you start making excuses or lying on God and all this other stuff, like you got it and you doing no, 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 no. You can't trust you. You're the biggest liar for you if there is. Because you ain't going to listen to somebody else. But you'll lie to you all day and say, amen, hallelujah. I'm fine as wine. I'm all this in a bag of chips. And you let some of somebody, uh, I'm going to use this, I ain't got nothing against gay folks or whatever. It's Pride Month coming up. You see them folks ain't got nothing on. Ooh, but you ain't going to close your eyes. <laughs> you ain't going to close your eyes while you saying not one ooh. You know what I'm saying? It's a shame before God and you ain't never did to get your face. Ain't never block your eyes. Ain't did nothing. <laughs> Ain't did nothing. And so I mean, I mean, so so the thing. But we, we, we when we get it with, with the lust, all it does is trigger. Trigger back in the day. In. If ever I done, I done, I've heard folks in the church. I'd have knocked them down and took it. It triggered it. Triggered that flesh right back where you came from. Amen. So that's why even. I, I mean, take a Go ahead. Time. That's why you can't even be rubbing on folks at the altar because you don't know what God is got uh, dealing with them or what they got going on. I've seen folks rub on folks and pat on folks. I right. <laughs> keep on. No, not that. You might you might set a fire going. You see, and you be the you be the gave an individual some kind of signal that hey, once you get in here, I got you. You see what I'm saying? I mean, because when you look at it, all that everything that was out there in the world, guess what? You done found it in the church. Turn over the right chair, you gonna find. Oh, how did they get in here? We bagged up and let our lust get the best of us. We, and the key is that we forgot the word said abstain. Abstain from. So guess what? Even when you get the Holy Ghost, you got you still got to fight. Amen. The, 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 the Holy Ghost is going to lead and guide you, but you got to fight. Amen. And that's the part that we don't stop doing is fighting. See, see we want to fight food, but we don't want to fight the flag. <laughs> I, I fight the cookies and the donuts and the ice cream, but that other stuff, shh, shh, don't nobody bring that up. And it wars against our soul. Amen. And see, and that's what we forget. And that's why we can't let the world downplay the truth of God because won't nobody be saved. Yep. 
you know, and, and everybody want to be in their feelings. I, I understand you don't want nobody talking about you, but you don't want to come out of sin either. And the, word, and the word of God makes the difference between sin and sainthood. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and, and I don't know, and, and people get in their feelings, but we, it, if the church ain't talking about you, is the church is trying to help the ones that's in the church stay on the right path. Uh-huh. Amen. So we, as are chosen for such a time as this, that we may glorify God. And folks in the church nowadays, they are glorifying their own self. It's me, myself, and I. Amen. Amen. We supposed to be a people that has become the people of God by Jesus Christ. We cannot get around Jesus Christ. And, 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 and a, a lot of them is trying to get around Jesus Christ even in their sermons. They are trying to bypass Christ. And guess what? You can't bypass Jesus Christ. Amen. Your, your, your positive affirmations and all of that stuff ain't going to get you the glory. Come on now. So guess what? We has become to a special hour to be a special people. Come on now. Stop looking at who you are and start looking at who Christ wants you to be. See, we're still caught up in looking at who we are instead of looking at what Jesus wants us to be. He called us out and told us to be peculiar. Come on now. That we may show his praises. If you would, real quick, run to John chapter 17. Oh, John 17. Why you said John 17? My God. John 17 and almost became a cuss word to the church. Prove it to you in a minute. John. 17, starting at the 16th verse. Are we there? Let's start reading. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth, for thy word is true. Nobody want to be sanctified no more. Don't nobody even want to be recognized as being sanctified no more. You just want to be Christians. Huh? But you don't want nobody putting no label on you that you from that sanctified church. So maybe that's why you try to dress in between to hide your identity. Hmm. Or who you supposed to be. But Jesus said, I sanctified myself. Now you following Christ, guess what? You got to do like he did. Read the book. Sanctify them through thy truth. 
Thy word, it is the word of God that do the sanctification. It's the truth of God's word. Read the book. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, that they might be sanctified. Uh-oh. So guess what? You and I got to have some sanctification. Huh? We supposed to be followers of Christ. So if Christ had to sanctify himself through the truth of God's word, so do we. Come on now. Because if we don't, we're going to stop being saints and be ain'ts. A lot of saints deal with it, and, and, and a lot of saints judge other saints. The thing about pants, some saints can't handle you wearing pants, but pants didn't come into fruition, I think, right until around the 1600s. The Bible was well written by then. Uh -huh. So that, ain't, that is not what they're talking about. Now, when you look at, 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 at uh, thou should not wear anything that pertaining to a man, a man ain't supposed to be wearing women garments, and women ain't supposed to be man, wearing men garments. So, sisters, brothers, stay away from the unisex clothes. Uh -huh. That way you can be more inept not to fall or slide down that hill, or the unisex colognes and stuff like this because it, it it is a trap and when you look at a lot of the designers now they're not designing anything for saints no sir this is for the sinner yes sir this is for and you got you got to remember that and when you you know when you're out there and when you 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 buying your clothes and stuff like even me, I can't wear them skinny jeans. I have to go get a bigger size because uh -huh. I look like a stuffed turkey. And so I tell myself that so I won't make a fool out of myself. Right. That's because they are not, the sizes have changed. Yes, sir. And the church has lost the art of the conversation. You see what I'm saying? We just don't have this conversation and, and talk about the things that we need to talk about. And even, you know, when it comes down to the men wearing the women clothes now, brothers, we don't do that. We, I ain't telling nobody to jump on nobody that does that. Because when you look at the fact that and the only time we're going to judge is at the end of the world and we come back with Christ. Right. Then, you know what? We done made it. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? And, and so there's a whole plethora of things that, that, that we've got to let the Holy Ghost lead and guide yeah, us through this era. Amen. Because you and I can't afford to get caught up in false pride and false judgment because our flesh is not saved. It's the Holy Ghost in us 
and that is keeping us. Our flesh is like, it's like dirt uh -huh. in a seed. 